Hello, 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 hello. I am Alicia Richard, and thank you so much for listening to A Rich Life Podcast, where we enrich, encourage, and inspire you to live a life of your dreams. Girl, what I need you to do is make sure that you head on over and you leave us a five-star on your iTunes or wherever you are listening to the podcast and also make sure that you write a review. Last but never least, follow us on Instagram at arichlife.co or alicia underscore richard. Then that way you could see who the lady is behind the mic. So guess what, y'all? This month right here makes it nine years since I have been an entrepreneur, like nine years since I have been a professional wedding photographer. So I am extremely excited about that. So this episode is to explain or to tell you all what I wish someone would have told me when I first started out. So not only am I celebrating nine years, woohoo! <laughs> I have literally photographed over 130 weddings. I have worked with thousands of families in the South Carolina area, and I have been able to set my own prices and tell people what I want to be paid. And at the time when I started my business, I literally did not have like a mentor. I didn't have anybody to say, hey, make sure you do this or make sure you do that. Like I really didn't have anyone to like really sit down and like really tell me. Um, So this episode is to share my experience as a professional wedding photographer. And I also want to uh, encourage you all to start your businesses and I want to encourage you to start your business and I'm also going to share some of my experiences as a professional photographer so a lot of times with the a rich life community and with the uh type of episodes that I do I talk a lot about how important it is to be rich in your mind your body your soul and in your business and those are really the core values that I have as a professional photographer with eyeshadow photography so if you would like to see my work head on over to Facebook and just type in eyeshadow photography and that is where I am literally like showing a lot of my work and also if you want to visit my website is www.i shadowphotography.com and I will make sure that I will leave all of those in the show notes down below so that you can see you know some of my work and some of the things that I have done throughout the nine years that I have been a photographer last thing too I will say this that I have been an entrepreneur before it really popped off as like you know like a thing so um you know when I was on my journey and as I started this journey I didn't know what it would blossom into and now to be here nine years later is like thank you lord you know how blessed i am to be sitting in this space and actually you know looking forward to starting a whole new business so the first thing i would say is to learn as much as you can so whatever field you are in whatever business that you want to start what i want you to do is i want you to learn as much as you can learn from you know that specific individual that is in the business that you want to be in if they are offering courses if they are offering one-on-ones if they are offering you know like templates or something like that for you to have make sure that you learn as much as you can from that person and don't be stingy with like your givens you know what I'm saying because that's what 
I did. I invested in learning about photography. I invested in um, the person that I was actually learning from at the time. Her name was Jasmine Starr. And when I saw Jasmine Starr, I was like, wow, I really like her personality. I really like who she is, you know, what she represents. And I followed that person. I made her the one person that I learned from. So what I would say to you is if you find somebody that you would love and you admire and you like their work, you like what they represent, you like what they show you on social media invest into that person i am going to be so honest y'all and this is me like nine years later i do not regret a dime that i have spent with this lady with jasmine star jasmine star she no longer does like a lot of photography stuff now but she has transitioned into like a brand specialist but I'm going to give you all the rundown and I'm going to be honest because these are some things that people never really tell you. Um, every course that she created, nine times out of ten, I purchased it. Um, every webinar she did, every workbook that she did. And I'll actually see if I could find like my stuff from her. But I learned every single thing that I could from this lady. And because of her, I have been able to make more than $2,000 a wedding. I remember when I started off at like $500 right i think the first wedding that i done wasn't even 500 dollars. i think i probably started off at like 350 like for real for real and once i started learning from jasmine star once i started practicing once i started applying myself reading books um i done so many different things to learn about photography to learn how to manage the business to learn you know the aesthetics of it and once i begin to invest with that one person, I really literally just chose one person that I wanted to learn from. And I followed her every single place that she went. I was literally like a, a stalker. <laughs> like, and I still follow her to this day. But I wouldn't be the photographer who I am if it wasn't for her to be honest and maybe one day jasmine star will listen to this and be like oh <laughs> but um honestly though learn as much as you can and find that person who you want to learn from and invest in it if it's two hundred dollars if it's three hundred dollars if it's five hundred dollars or if it's just a mini course whatever take your time and get your money and invest in that person the other thing too when i say learn as much as you can i actually got my certificate from like a uh technical college because when I went to college I didn't learn anything about photography I literally learned about photography like behind the camera from Jasmine Star what I learned on Google Pinterest all matched together but I literally chose one person to learn from um so I did that and everything else was kind of like self-taught so I would say find somebody that you can learn from stick with that person the next thing that I want to talk to you all about because remember I did not have nobody to sit down and tell me like these are all the things that you need to know so I want you all to have a jump start in you know starting your business I want you all to have a jump start in the things that you are doing so the next thing I had to do was to make sure that I had a mindset shift <laughs> I had to change my mindset because let me tell you the Alicia before I became an entrepreneur right I was always that person that was like borderline late <laughs> when I was on my nine to five job I was that person that like didn't listen you know I would look at my manager and be like girl please have two seats and leave me alone like <laughs> that was totally me I was just like you know I was like the last person to kind of just show up to those sale quotas meetings um I legit was not like the best 
employer. Like, I was always the person that volunteered to leave the building, right? Like, I used to work at a bank. And the time that I used to work at the bank, y'all, they would, I would have to check the mail, like, once a week. Let me tell you, when I check the mail, like, every single week, I drove the speed limit every single time. When I left that building and I was still on the clock, the police ain't had to worry about stopping me on the side of the road. Oh, no, sir. No, ma'am. I made sure that I stopped at every red light. When I went and checked the mail, when I used to work at the bank, I made sure that I greeted everyone. I smiled at everyone. Look, I walked so slow. (laughs) I walked so slow because I always knew that, like, I just wasn't the type of person to work a nine to five. So when I went to work, like I did what I had to do, but I never went above and beyond because, hey, like I'm on the clock. I'm going to get paid regardless. Um, So, you know, when I w- used to do my lunch breaks, I used to like eat for 15 minutes and then the rest of the 45 minutes I was sleeping like I was out. So I was the type of person where, you know, I did the what I had to do but I never went above and beyond so when I became an entrepreneur I had to change my mindset and I want you to realize that that when you are on your nine to five job you know regardless if you do the work or not it depends on if you are on commission but hey you can slack off a little bit because you still know you're going to get paid well once I became an entrepreneur I had to change my mindset I had to go from you know being borderline late to wait a minute no I gotta be on time I went from you know taking long lunch breaks to sometimes not taking lunch at all so what I had to do was you know instead of me reaching someone else's quota now I gotta reach my own quota instead of you know barely calling clients back now was like no I have to call my clients back I have to text back I have to check my messages so I had to change my mindset from you know being like you know kind of barely making it to being an overachiever and that's what you have to do when you are looking to start your business because I had to realize that My family, everything that we eat depended on if I answered a text message or not. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to change your mindset because if you don't, then you will be a person that is going back to your corporate job because you're not taking your your side hustle seriously. When I became an entrepreneur, I had to change my mindset so much until I went from asking you know to be off on the holidays when I worked for my corporate job to now working on some holidays I went from you know meeting a sales quota to establishing my own I went from you know hanging up their advertisements to actually creating my own advertisements and let me tell you all like I take my photography business so seriously that I actually worked on Valentine's Day (laughs) I know that's bad that's bad that's bad don't 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 get on me but a lot of times I do work the holidays because as a photographer you know sometimes it requires me to work the holidays so last Friday because right now it is right now it's February the 20th but last Friday on uh, Valentine's Day my husband and I actually went to work and he was like 
Alicia. Well, he don't call me Alicia, but he's like, Alicia, why did you even plan, you know, to work on Valentine's Day? Like, don't ever do this again. We could have been out. We could have been doing whatever. And my mindset was, look, bro, like, I know it's Valentine's Day. Just just let's do let's let's just do this event and let's rock it out. Well, that night we ended up making like a boatload of money. So. <laughs> so I was like, uh-huh, I bet you glad we came to work now. <laughs> he, was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, it was worth it. It was worth coming out here. So a lot of times, oh, and after after we, you know, made us a good bit of money, um, we actually went out the, the, the following night, you know. So instead of us celebrating Valentine's night on uh, Friday night, oh, wait, so I'll tell y'all this. This is a side note from my notes. So after we, you know, did our event, we were done like really, really late on Valentine's night. So we actually ended up going to Waffle House <laughs> because it was like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning and every other restaurant was already um you know like they were already closed or whatever so my husband and I we enjoyed you know working together doing like our photo booth type thing and we actually ended up going to Waffle House at the end of the night it was still romantic with our grits egg and bacon one of my favorite meals so yeah so we enjoyed our Valentine night at Waffle House because we were entrepreneurs and we decided that we wanted to celebrate Saturday instead of Friday and we had a great time so anyway um what I had to do, and as you are an entrepreneur, I want you to realize, or becoming an entrepreneur, I want you to realize all of the things that you have to handle before you hire someone, right? So these are the things that you have to handle when you are first starting off with your business, unless you have already established a budget and a salary or something for yourself and for the person that you are gonna hire. But initially, you will have to be a part or in charge of the all the sales you have to be in charge of all the marketing all of the accounting all of the advertising you will have to be technical support you will have to manage all of your clients at the same time you also have to manage not only your time but the times that you schedule your clients you will have to manage your invoices and even hiring so yes ma'am Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this job and this space is very tedious, regardless of whatever kind of business you are in. Most of my business is less, you know, out in the field, you know, like or the majority of my time I spend. Let me reframe that. The majority of my time as a professional photographer, I spend literally 90 percent of my time editing pictures for real and I spend like the other five percent of my time doing a photo shoot or doing a wedding or photographing a wedding or a branding session but 90 percent of my time is literally behind a computer um so as I am doing all of these tasks you have to know like how your business is set up so Literally, like I am a photographer, but most of the time I am a designer. I design a lot of books. So being in a business nine years is certain things that I could literally do, but like with my eyes closed for real, for real. So I want you to know that when you are starting your business or as you are starting off, you will have to learn how to manage all of these things in your business. Now, when I first started, I didn't have like a, a, a like there's a different systems that you could use like Acuity. Um, there's another system that you could use through HoneyBooks. Um, and I didn't have those systems when I first started. So HoneyBooks is a good resource that I have been using lately 
definitely and i'll leave a link down below honeybook has been really really good with like you know handling inquiries how i am able to manage my business manage my invoices and all of that no this is not sponsored but honeybook is literally what i do have on my phone and on my computer and that that way i could you know manage my business and manage my clients the next thing i want you all to know as you are starting your businesses or as you are starting your brand or side hustle is show what you want to attract like whoever you want to attract whoever your ideal client is and i actually did an ideal client uh profile on one of these episodes i don't even know which one it is but i'll leave a link down below when you identify identify who you want to work with i want you to show that right so i'll give you an example when i take a lot of my pictures i show people what i want to attract so i would show people that are like laughing with their biggest smiles i show people uh that have such a great humor about themselves like you would see so many candid shots because I show what I want to attract I show love I show that I want to have a sophisticated brand because that's how I pose my clients vice versa you can do the same thing with your business how are you representing yourself and how do people view you and your brand because a lot of times with me I attract a sophisticated woman I attract a person that has a great sense of humor and I could honestly say to be honest 95% not even 95 98% of the brides and of the people that I attract in my business I could literally be their best friends like I am not even gonna lie like because of what I show in my brand and that's what I want you to do with your business I want you to show the type of people that you want to work with so if you want to work with a type of woman then make sure that you are representing that in your brand and in your advertising that is one of the best things that I have done because I attract clients that are not my clients are like girl they are laid back <laughs> like I get people that are like oh wow like girl like I just oh man I can't even explain how grateful I am for my clientele because my clients are so laid back they are so down to earth and I could they can legit be my best friends like I have my clients mailing me stuff like one lady went and she purchased a handbag for me um I've gotten so many different gifts so many tips because they're like wow like I like you so many of my clients don't mind referring me to other people because of my personality so if I could be like your virtual mentor I would say show people what your brand represents and that will be like the base of how you develop your clientele so whatever you want your brand to be make sure that you show it the next thing i would say to you or say to anyone that is looking to really really first start their business off is to make sure that you set boundaries for yourself like make sure that you have a cut off time and i know that when you are first starting you're like dang that's so hard but with me being in the game for nine years I try my best to make sure that I answer the calls. Now, granted, sometimes I'm at like a baseball game or a basketball game. I'm at practice. Sometimes I don't have good reception. It's going to be times where you're like cooking dinner and stuff like that. And a lot of times I don't like to answer at that time. But sometimes if my clients are calling, I do try to send like a quick text back and say, well, you know, I can't get to you right now, but I'll make sure that I get to you, you know, first thing in the morning. Um, 
I do have like an autoresponder when people send me messages. Now, at this point in my in my career, I don't mind people like sending me a message through like different social media platforms. That's just me because for one, I'm grateful to have the business and for someone to you know, like send me a message through different social media platforms. First, I counted and honored that they thought about me because before they get got to me, you best believe that people have already looked you up, right? They've already looked you up on social media. They already looked you up on Instagram. They've already visited your website. They've already asked their friends about you. So by the time they get to you, they already know who you are. So it's just a thing of if you're going to answer or if you're going to respond or not. So for the most part I do try to answer all of the messages that I can does sometimes it falls through the crack yes it does but you know what I'm human and and if I reach you know to someone a little bit later I would say golly you know I do apologize I'm literally just seeing the message if you still want my services you know blah 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 so Make sure that you do set boundaries for yourself. Let people know when it's the best time and the most convenient for them to talk to you. And then that way, you know, like my hours are this or my hours are that. As you are setting your boundaries to how you are responding to your clients, make sure that you set aside time where you can actually learn about the craft. Make sure that you are set in time where you could do your advertising, set in time where you can have time for your family. And that leads me to the next thing to make sure that you are spending time with your family a lot of times when you are starting your business you are going to be a workaholic it's 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 natural it's evident because you are trying to start or build your brand so what you have to do is to make sure that you are spending time I know for me after nine years and I'm saying this is my nine-year anniversary I'm so excited but um a lot of times instead of me and my family going out on a Saturday because I know that Saturdays are either for someone's wedding or a family reunion or photo shoots that I have lined up or I may even have consultations lined up. So normally instead of us going out on Saturdays, now we're doing things maybe on a Sunday or we're doing things on a Friday night. So see when it's convenient and make sure that you have those boundaries set in place that not only are you good at your business, but you're also good with your family and you're still reading those bedtime stories. Make sure that you are still having those conversations with your children, conversations with your husband, because all of those things things help you to be a better entrepreneur the other thing that I find so important to answer in my phone is because when somebody calls you they are literally saying look I am giving you x amount of money literally I remember when I went from making $50 an hour to like now $250 an hour sometimes even more than that an hour um I remember like how I said earlier when I first started making like $350 at a wedding and now I'm making well over $2,000. Am I bragging? No, I'm not bragging at all, but I just want you to know the possibilities that it is for you to either become, you know, an entrepreneur or whatever business that you want to be in. Now, it took me years to get here. It took me years. And I am sharing my story with you because I want to inspire you. I want to inspire you to be a better mom, to be a better wife and to open up that business but when you do open your business these are all the things that you need to know like straight off the gate um the next thing that I want you to realize is that a lot of times as you are on your journey as an entrepreneur you have to be your own motivation 
And I'll say that one more time. You have to be your own motivation. So for me, I listen to podcasts like all the time. Like I totally love podcasts. So I find myself listening to people like Rachel Hollis or Joel Osteen or T.D. Jakes or Joyce Meyer or Les Brown or E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. And I have so many people that I totally love. And a lot of times do I lack motivation for myself? Yes. But when I turn on a podcast, even when I listen to the A Rich Life and go back and listen, I found myself inspired. So a lot of times as you are on your journey to start your side hustle or to become an entrepreneur, you are going to have to keep people in your head that are literally going to keep you going. Self-motivation is the best motivation, but sometimes you need to have those in your ear, people who are going to inspire you and say, you know what, even though sometimes it may be hard to make sure that you keep ongoing the next thing that i want to talk about is how are you going to handle your business now when you are first starting your business or your side hustle i want you to make sure that you have some sort of templates in place right these are like templates that you can create in Canva on your own. You may go to Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, -R, and you may hire someone to do it on Fiverr, or you may know someone who is a graphic designer that may help you with your logo. What I would say to you is to have something where someone, or if someone is inquiring about your service, that you could send them an email or a template directly, and it will give them a rundown of all all of your prices a rundown of the type of services that you offer so i'll tell you this when i first started my business i used to and you know just learn from me because when you learn from me you'll learn from somebody but when you learn from somebody else then that shortens your learning curve you know what i'm saying because that's what i've did i've told you earlier how i learned from jasmine star so what i started to do was I noticed that when I started to raise my price, because remember, I started off with weddings at like 300 and something bucks. When I started to raise my price, I started to develop a different type of woman with a different type of budget. And when I started to raise my prices and I started to talk to people over the phone, I noticed I was like, wait a minute, that is not working with photography right i noticed that that wasn't working so i would have people and i would say well you would get you know a customized book or you would get a canvas or you would get an online gallery and a lot of them would be like wait what is that what is that and sometimes i would feel like you know a prospective client will be like girl get off my phone like you giving me this high price and i don't even know what it is <laughs> so what i want you to do is as you are getting your prices, as you are, you know, setting up your shop or whatever, make sure that you show your clients exactly what they are getting. So even if it's like a testimonial from someone, you know, you could include that. Um, show them, show them, like show them, you know, like if you are a hairstylist and you are doing you know like a natural hairstyle or something then show your client those photos show them whatever you can show them your portfolio of the work that you've done or if you have provided services for someone maybe that was digital then you may want to provide some testimonials or something but think of a creative way that you could show your prospective client what 
they are getting do not just tell people and to for me i'm not the type of person and this is just my perspective um in the photography business that i am in i don't just like put all of my prices online and just be like hey that's it for me I want to develop a relationship with my clients because not all people are going to be for me. I have had a few people and I was like, wait a minute, where did you come from? Because I've had a few clients that I just did not resonate with them. So the purpose of me doing like a face-to-face consultation is because I want them to see my personality. I want them to see who I am and I want them to know who I am. And once you know who I am, once I see who you are, if we really match, then hey, Hey, it's a match made in heaven if not then no like that person isn't for me now nine times out of ten once I met a client in person or once I met a client online actually walked through walked with them through what I was offering then nine times out of ten I closed on the sale did some people tell me no yeah you know I've had a few no's but I never let that deter me from my ultimate goal and my ultimate goal is to make sure that I book these weddings honey because I need my coins okay so, <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that I show clients what they wanted once I realized that something wasn't working then I made an adjustment so as you are starting your business or as you are growing your business what I want you to do is to make sure again that you let them know exactly what they are getting the type of services that that they are going to receive and then let them decide if they want to hire you or not um the next thing that i would say too is as you are learning to set your prices you may want to set your prices based on the people that are in your area or that are in your space with me i have a photography business so I set my prices based on what other people are setting their prices in the area. I also base my prices on the things that are different with me. Now that I have been nine years in the game, I can set my prices a little bit different because of the level of experience and what they are getting. So that leads me to the next thing. People will always remember how you made them feel. There's a quote, and I'm not sure who it was, but they may not always remember what you say to them, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And I know that this has been a part of my bread and butter on how I built my business and how I've been able to be in business for nine years. Um, When people come to me, I make sure that I laugh with them. I make sure that I compliment them. I make sure that I make them feel like they are a million bucks so a lot of times behind the camera I would say you know things like oh beautiful or girl you got a little model in you or golly like that's your good side or you know turn around let me get some something of you over your shoulder so I'll make sure that I create an experience for them because when you create an experience for your clients then they are going to tell their friends and their friends are going to tell their friends and bam before you know it you have a growing business so make sure that you give someone an experience with your brand an experience when they interact with you and let them see your personality you know what I'm saying when they are able to see your personality they'll say golly you know I've had clients to tell me that every single dollar it was worth it because I made them feel like a million bucks and I would get that tip (laughs) you know because I made them feel like they were worth something they would say golly another thing with my experience is 
I'll make sure I go above and beyond. Every single time I have an interaction with somebody, even if they come to me for a 30-minute session, I may end up giving them a 45-minute session because you want to know why? Every time that I have gone above and beyond what was expected of me, I would get that 100 times full. So I would never tell my clients, and this is just me, y'all. This is how I've been able to grow eyeshadow photography. And I'm telling you this because I want you to grow your business or make sure that you save this episode that when it's time for you to get your business and you can say wow like I enjoyed it you know so I have been able to build my business because I've gave given my clients an experience I've given them something that they could say wow I really enjoyed her or she has a beautiful spirit or a beautiful personality so you know make sure that you let your personality shine and that brings me to my next point is to make sure that you are having fun People will remember you. People will recommend you when they say, gosh, like she made me laugh or, oh my gosh, I love her personality. What are some things that are different about you that you could bring to the table that no one else can? I'll tell you this right quick and I'm almost at 30 minutes, y'all. I'm sorry, but um, I sing throughout my podcast. The reason why I do that, the reason why I say hello, the reason why I leave songs at the end is because I want you to remember something. And you may not remember anything that I may say through my podcast, but you may remember that little song that I sang in the middle that helps you to remember the topic or remember something about me. So as I am building this brand with A Rich Life, and I'm literally giving y'all like the tools. (laughs) Um, As I am building this, I try to make sure that I have things that people can remember. And that's what makes me different. That, That will make me different from any other brand, any other brand, any other brand. That's what makes me different. So I want you to think about things that will make you different from anybody else that may be in the field. Um, The next thing that I want to talk about is exercise. So I know a lot of times with the A Rich Life podcast, we talk about mind, body, soul, and business. Let me tell you all something, and I am gonna be honest. As a photographer, I have worked in the heat. (laughs) I have worked in summertime where weddings were outside and I would literally be drenching in sweat because this couple decided that they wanted to get married outside in the heat at three o'clock in the afternoon and it's direct sunlight and we have no shade (laughs) so I started to exercise and when I started to exercise it wasn't all because I wanted to get my body in tip top shape I started exercising because I started working in the heat I started to exercise because I wanted to sustain you know I wanted my business to sustain itself but I also need my body to be in shape because I'm on my feet nine or ten hours at a time at a wedding in the heat And I'm walking with a heavy camera in my hand. So I had to start working out because for one, I was hot. I found myself kind of losing my breath. um, And I was carrying around like this camera that was so heavy that I started to lift weights. So it wasn't all because, you know, because I was coming up with an excuse. No, I started working out because I wanted to last all day long. Uh, I started working out because I had to work. I had to walk, you know, a long time. Like I remember sometimes I'm literally running behind a bride. Um, so as a photographer, 
I work in all different kinds of weather. Like I work, you know, sometimes when it's really cold, I work sometimes when it's really hot, but at the same time, I enjoy what I do, but I had to develop a routine of working out so that I could just be able to stay in business. And some of my photos, to be honest, actually come from like, I, a lot of times I shoot like when I'm doing like a squat, if that makes sense. Like a lot of my photos are like down below. Like I am so low sometimes. And those are like my best shots because I would shoot low and I would aim high, if that makes sense. So a lot of times I'm literally like, I, I do a lot of squats. It's not because I want a bigger booty, hey. <laughs> but I do squats because a lot of times I am taking a lot of my shots down below. So I started to exercise and I want you to think about how can you incorporate working out in your schedule? I know you are a mom, I know you are busy, I know you have so many things in life, but how can you do it? The next advice that I could give you and you all, I am so sorry that I am already at 36 minutes, but I seriously wish that someone would have told me this like right off the gate. Um, the next thing, and I will say this, the next thing in the last thing, it's okay to accept criticism. Um, have someone to hold you accountable, like an accountability partner. It may be, you know, like your spouse. It may be a friend. It may be someone that you may want to go in business with. And sometimes, you know, you would find yourself in a situation where you didn't do something quite right. And a lot of times my husband say that I am just as good as my last shoot. I am just as good as the last wedding that I photograph. When people look at my brand and when people look at your brand, they're not going to look at you for all the things that you've done when you first started no people are going to look at the last thing that you've done the last client that you've had an encounter with how would your last client say that you worked and interact with them what kind of experience would you have and a lot of times when someone critiques you I need you to realize that you know criticism is always good and a lot of times I found myself Look, look, I will tell you, to be honest, like my husband and I, sometimes we have been like worse enemies when it came to really giving business advice. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, just shut up. Why you why you got so much to say <laughs> or, you know. Um, why are you saying this? And it wasn't because he was coming out of a way to offend me. It was a lot of times criticisms come, you know, from them wanting to see us get better. So this is the best advice that I could give you, you know, take in account of what someone else is saying, how someone else is critiquing you. I had my mom, you know, tell me the other day and I'm telling you all of this stuff because I want y'all to be better. But my mom was like, Alicia, you shoot in too far back. She was like, Alicia, how about you make sure that you shoot more close-up shots I didn't get offended from what my mom was saying I said okay mama I'm gonna start shooting some more close-up shots and I started to do that and I see how things started turning around for my business so criticism is always good accept it and say you know what this person is not trying to attack me this person wants to see me get better so anyway as I am celebrating nine years in business, I wanted to make sure that if I could sit down and really just tell you all and give you my heart and, and my soul, these are all the things that I would say to a person that is just starting their business in 2020. If you like anything that I've said, if you like any of the advice that I've said, just go on Instagram and just shout out and say thank you. That's all. Just say thank you because that encourages me to do more. Um, 
I really hope and pray that this has helped you all. I will have a way for you all to work with me one on one. You know, if you want to share what your goals are, what your visions are, and you really want someone to hold you accountable for really making sure that you achieve your goals. I have been in the game, like how I've said, it's, it's been nine years. And I thank God for my journey of me just being in this space this whole entire time. I literally have a blanket wrapped around me. I am in some jeans and I am at home sitting on my computer recording. And this life is not just for me, but this life is for you as well. So that is the best advice that I could give. If you want to download this episode, re-listen to it, you know, kind of just dig into it a little bit, I would encourage you to because that way you will not be blindsided about the responsibilities as an entrepreneur. You already know because a rich life with the podcast we are helping you to get there so thank you so much for listening y'all i appreciate y'all and i literally pray for y'all every single day so before you leave let me just say a prayer right quick god thank you for this beautiful soul that is listening to my voice god as i come on today father i ask you god that whatever dream that she may have whatever vision that she may want to achieve father i just ask you right now to not just give her the vision but god i just ask you lord that you bring clarity and father that you give everyone one that is listening to the sound of my voice, a spirit of boldness, a spirit of courageousness, a spirit of having a mindset just to do better, to be a better mom, to be a better wife, to be a better sister, to be a better friend. God, I pray over this beautiful soul right now that you just saturate your love, God, in her home, in every relationship that she has, in her job. God, and I ask you, Lord, to just let everything that this person is thinking about, that it begin to just manifest itself, God. I ask you, Lord, to just bless everyone that is listening to my voice two times, three times, a hundred times full. God, if you just bless us with another breath, God, we will forever tell you thank you. So, Father, I just thank you right now, God, for everyone that is listening to the A Rich Life podcast, God. I just ask you, Lord, to just bless us God exceedingly abundantly and above all that we could ask or think father I thank you right now for everyone that is listening I ask you God to bless them bless them bless them and send your blessings and let them rain down on them God I thank you Lord for everything that you are doing in this podcast and everything that you are doing in every person's life God I send grace I send love I send creativity I send joy I send abundance I send a radiation of light that you let everyone light shine, that everyone's light begin to shine, God, from this day forward. So God, I ask you, Lord, to let them start their businesses now. And as they start their businesses, God, let them start their businesses, but let them be rooted in their mind, their body, their soul, and in their business. Thank you so much for listening to A Rich Life. I appreciate you all. I thank you all. And I will forever be praying for you all. Live A Rich Life, girl. Start your business. And if you need just a little help, know that I am always here. Here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you.